The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Hello to everyone out there in Zombieland. I'm Gina, former host of We Live, a weekly podcast about life after reanimation that I was broadcasting from an island lighthouse somewhere off the coast of the Pacific Northwest. And I'm aging Gen X shock jock radio DJ Joe Dees. One night I broke into Gina's lighthouse thinking it was abandoned, but after I found out she had a plethora of audio equipment, I decided to never leave and turn her depressing death-filled podcast into the We Live Zombie Carnival morning show. Every week, guests from around the world call into our show. They range anywhere from movie producers, podcast hosts, musicians, and even doctors and professors. Unfortunately, by the end of their interview, they are attacked by zombies and killed live on the air. Don't let that get you down. Since we're a radio show, we always make sure to send them off to the best underground and indie music around the world. Think End of Days meets College Radio. And it's all based on the award-winning screenplay of the same name. So make sure to check out We Live. Available on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. Every Friday, right here on... Brains 98.6 KZ. Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. Come along, it's time for you to listen to this review from DC to MCU. It's time for Rundown Reviews. Rundown Reviews. Rundown Reviews. So the best part is, is I just got an email from one of my students. Uh, it's the it's the beginning of the semester. And uh, they all think I'm a doctor, apparently. Yeah. I'm not. Is it because you have really bad handwriting? That is actually super accurate. My <laughs> handwriting is atrocious. Um, yeah, they are under the impression, apparently, that I uh, am a doctor because they keep referring to me as Dr. Shaw, despite the fact that everything says chef on it. It's fine. Whatever. Um, I mean, it's going to be doctors. So what you're telling us is your kids are dumb. <clears throat> Good evening, Dr. Shaw. I am taking your class this semester and noticed on the syllabus there are clothing requirements for the lab. Do we have to have them for tomorrow's lab? Um, Is there going to be stuff tomorrow in lab for... Are we going to go over this stuff tomorrow in lab for the rest of the semester? Trying to plan my day tomorrow, so I'll have to get to the store before then. I have gotten six emails You want to know how I know that they don't read any of my announcements that we use to send out announcements about things? You tell them what is and is going to be on the test or in the lab? I literally wrote out a message today and sent an announcement out and emailed it to them. Specifically that says, do not need your uniforms for the first day of lab. I'm working with a bunch of dietetics majors and they're (laughs) all really smart, but they're stupid. Yeah, you did say they were diastetics majors. I mean, yeah, exactly. Wow. Um. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to one of many podcasts on planet God dang Earth, where we review anything and everything that's on stupid list of Joey's arbitrary list of stupid. Literally, things. only two podcasts, though. So. I would say, is there is there more than one podcast doing that? Oh, uh, your this other podcast, Walk Through the Multiverse. Yeah, but that's you have a, on... you have a list for that too. It's still on God dang Earth. Um, I don't really have a list for that one as much as I, well, I do plan stuff. What'd you do? Scalp the list off of ours? To be fair, um, I just learned about self-plagiarism. 
uh, in my grads class, and technically you are self-plagiarizing because you're not citing uh, this show when you review other shows. Just so you're aware. But hmm, actually, actually, no. Because whenever I, I review DC movies on the Patreon for DC Alliance, I'm always talking about how oh, over on my my other podcast, Combo Rundown, I saw I watched this X movie, you know, and it's whatever. So I do, yeah, and do you get do they like do they like that? Do they like that you keep I don't know, promoting Patreon, they're paying for it? So wow, all right. Anyway. Okay. I, of course, am the guy who just did this introduction. I am uh, I am a, a tits-covered pack this week. Uh, I'm Chuck, and I am joined by the CEO, editor-in-chief, Supreme Ruler and Reptilian Overlord of the comic book rundown, Joey. You know, I I I, I stepped in poop today, so I, I don't got anything for you, <laughs> Gennaro. And, of course, that was all the, the shit whole... he could handle for the day. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell you, I tracked it through the majority of the house I was in, too, because nice. I didn't realize I had stepped in a very small pile of it. That's there was a classy. bigger pile I cleaned up, and then I missed the smaller pile. What kind of dog are you dog-sitting? Two little fucking yappy dogs. Oh, you're supposed to tie them together and throw them over a fence. I know. I mean, <laughs> it's I'm too I got nice. a couple of those down the road. Anytime we walk our dog, Gary... They are just won't shut up, and it's annoying as fuck. And then the lady who 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 owns the dogs scowls um, at you every time you walk by. Kind of, sorta. Like she's not. I'm not saying she's a Karen, but she definitely isn't. So like, what you have to do is you have to establish your right to walk through there by shitting on her front porch. I mean, no, I'm good. Well, not when you're walking, Gary. You don't want to set a bad example for him. Oh, you do fair. it later on. Oh well. I don't care that much. <laughs> Fine. What's the address? I'll shit on her porch. Actually, you know what? I will give somebody a month subscription free to our Patreon. I'll talk to uh, to Tim. It's fine. If they go and shit on this person's porch. Wow. He said it on the show. It is canon. That's on the show. <laughs> you got to take a picture because I got to I gotta verify it's the, same, it's the right porch. If you do have the wrong porch, you uh, you owe us a month subscription. Anywho, so today we watched Willow. Finally, happy birthday to Ronald. This is yes. coming out the day before his birthday. Nice. So I'm pretty sure it is. Um, yeah. Um, Here, let's find well, out how well uh, Joey knows when my birthday is. I mean, I don't even know what day my birthday is on this year. So, nope. Sorry, day after your birthday. It'll be the day. Oh, hey, look at that. October 13th. What do you know? Look at that. Nice. Uh, so Willow, this this came out in 1988. And it's one of it's my, my favorite movies of all time. It is one of your favorite movies. To this day, like it's one of my favorite movies of all time. What about it is like one of your favorite movies of all time? I'm super, super curious. So what I it love is. the music. Okay, I'll give you music. Okay. That I was, love that's the fact that the Main protagonist is a halfling that has no um, uh, martial skills, barely any magical skills, and he is literally just doing this off the seat of his pants. So you Willow resonate is with one the of character. What's that? So you resonate with the character, one hundred percent. Okay, 
Right. That's how I've lived my life is on <laughs> fucking just barely making it through, you know, pulling tricks on evil witches. Um, oh, also, uh, this is probably an early start to my redhead fetish um, because ah, Sorsha. You know, I got to be honest, I kind of figured that was half of it. I didn't like anybody's face in this movie. Everybody's face. Like, I found nothing attractive about anybody's face this entire movie. Not Obviously, you didn't take a good enough look at uh, uh, Frangine and um, Rule, the two little um, brunies. Yeah, we'll get to that. Brownies. Um, I yeah. don't. Brown, so I, I thought they were called brownies. They are called super, brownies, which, which is seems super questionable. Like there was a little. The whole movie is questionable if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. From what I could figure, uh, peck was a uh, derogatory term for. Oh yeah, no. In my notes, definitely people. says that Mad Mardigan is a racist. Yeah, and so I are didn't most of the anything. I loved how I loved how the big people hated the medium-sized people, and the medium-sized people hated the very tiny people. And then yeah. everybody hated trolls. And everybody yeah. hated trolls. Yeah. Which I didn't know trolls could turn into hydras. That's that was because he, he. You saw how bad he is at magic. Oh yeah. Uh -huh. True. That was and and I mean it was like a, a gremlin when you add water to him or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this uh, speaking of uh, uh, Sorsha, I, I in my IMDb findings, apparently her, the actress, and Val Kilmer were married for like twenty years. They no met shit. on this. They met on this movie and were married shortly thereafter. Nice. Yeah. So. Which is probably great, why Val great, jump, wasn't in. great jumping on point for me in the, the disconnect of this movie. I don't know how I want to talk about this. Okay. Because I love Ron. I I like this is Ron's favorite movie of all time, apparently. And I love Ron. Ron is one of the important people in my life. I would never want to give up his friendship in any way or hurt his feelings in any conceivable notion. However, I'm about to shit on this movie for about an hour. <laughs> and I don't I don't know what it like I need Ron to convince me. By the end of this show, yeah, that this was look, this, this is the greatest movie in the world, and I'll punch Dan in the face about it. There you go. Oh fuck! Okay. Um, that did that just scored <laughs> at least two points. Okay. So this is uh, Chuck. This is your first time watching this movie. Yeah, I've never seen this movie. I the only Same I think we talked about it in previous episodes, but yeah, I think the, the only yeah the only time I've. The only thing, the only reason why I knew this movie existed was because my accounting teacher. This was her favorite movie, and I think she named her kid uh, after Val Kilmer's character, Mad Mardigan. I think he. I think she. I think his name was Mardigan. Hmm. Which I also bothered by the fact that everybody only has one name, according why? to the subtitles. Everybody like Mad Mardigan is one name. Yeah, yeah. it should be Mad. Mardigan. No, no, he's not he mad. Crazy though, that's the thing. He was just a bad thief. Mad Mardigan is his name. Like it's his. It's his. You know, like how your no, name no. is Charles name instead mad. of Char last or name Mardigan. That that's what it should have been. First like name mad, mad like last mad name Mardigan. Yeah, yeah. Why does why is it why is it why does he have not either a first name or nor last name? Oh, uh, Willow's got a last name. Yeah, but Mad 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 Mardigan mm -hmm. doesn't. Oh, yeah, Mad Mardigan is one name. He didn't want to give his last name because he was in trouble with the law, guys. Come on. He didn't, have, he didn't give his last name. 
Uh, exactly. Eric did. Eric gave him his name, like told him, told his name. So he didn't give his name got, at all. Exactly. See, we never got a last name for Eric either. Although doesn't matter, he died. Eric. 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 Yeah, but he was a really bad general. A little bit. That, that's also a good man killed. Which we saw him before. Uh, he showed up. He was um, Brad in Superman three. Yep. When I was hitting on the uh, uh, Lana all the time. Uh huh. He's also in uh, Ghostbusters. No, it's not the same. No, guy. it's a different guy. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're brothers, though. It's Cam. I, I said it on the show. It might be. <laughs> they look alike. Um, but so no, there was this... there was a lot of great actors in this movie. Um, a lot of young great actors, and then yeah. a bunch of actors I've never even heard of. The a lot which of which is the... my which is my first great jumping on point of why this movie annoyed me. I okay. couldn't make that look like Phil Kilmer, no matter how hard I tried. I kept looking at him. Really? I like, yeah, he's in the cage, right? And I go, oh wow, what's with this dollar store Val Kilmer? And then I'm like trying to figure out who it is without like because I was watching. You know why? On my, on my you know phone, why? So I couldn't look. At, like um, I couldn't Google anything. Yeah. The reason why you were having a problem with that being Val Kilmer is because he had all that hair. I think that's what and, and dark. I don't. I feel like any because the only thing that I really remember Val Kilmer from is Batman Forever. Okay, that was my first exposure. Tasty white dude with a right. uh, you know rich person haircut and, and like blonde. He's like kind of dirty yeah. blonde in that. So like yeah, no matter how hard I tried, I could not make this look like Val Kilmer. Um, so that was my first disconnect because I was like, wow, they couldn't even hire Val Kilmer. They got some knockoff dude, um, which really, really bugged me. Then I'm just talking about this is Val Kilmer's greatest role outside of the Saint. Saint's pretty good. Um, I don't think I've seen enough Val Kilmer stuff to like. He's only in four movies, dude. He's in this, The Saint, Top Gun, and Batman. He was in um, he was Doc Hollywood in Tombstone. Oh fuck, five movies. I forgot about Doc Hollywood and Tombstone. I never seen Tombstone. Everybody brings up Tombstone, and I feel like I would love it. I've never. You could be it. my Chuckleberry. <laughs> um, I'm sure. I mean, I know he's in <laughs> other things, but nope. Uh, Those are the only five movies that matter that he's been in. Okay. Wasn't he in like a rom com of some sort in the early nine mid nineties? What did I just say? <laughs> hey, I listen. I if it's a good story, I love a good rom com. <sighs> Bridesmaids, fantastic, great love story. I don't think he was in Bridesmaids. No, but I just no, he's saying to, uh, that's a good example. Oh, yeah, no, that was Although a good one. Val Kilmer, if Val Kilmer died, he's dead, right? No, he's still alive. No, he's just really fat. Yeah, he got a little Who he did got I big. confuse him with? Um, good question. Who did you confuse him with? Richard Gere. Richard Gere's still alive. What? I thought he died because he had a gerbil in his ass or something. No, no, Richard Gere's not alive still. I'm gonna have to agree Chuck on this one. I'm pretty sure Richard Gere's dead. Hold on. I mean, Richard don't get me wrong, Gere. he was always oh. dead. He never had he never had a single emotion on his face in anything he was ever Val in. Val Kilmer was in the he was Jim Morrison in the doors. I yeah, know. like I said, there's only five movies that he's ever been in that were important. Uh hmm. oh, apparently he's still alive. He was in All MacGruber right. too. Come on, that's that's a great movie. I've never seen MacGruber. That's so dumb great it's like a, a, a mentally handicapped macgyver right yeah it's it's one of snl's things um main movies so um apparently yeah, Kilmer, alive, right? no i'm sorry richard gear is married to angela 
Erdler Silva. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's smoking hot though. Holy smokes, good for her. Good for him. Copy. Hold on, I'll show you. Let me send a link here. Um, yeah. Anyway, couldn't make this. Could not make that look like Val Kilmer. Bugged me. I didn't like any face in this movie. I'm a face guy, so I just I wasn't into the faces. Um, I had hoped going into this that it was going to be like like my experience with Princess Bride. Yeah, because you didn't see that when you were younger, right? You saw right. That I never saw. That. Like I think if I had seen this when I was younger, I would have loved this movie. I I felt the same way. I can definitely because like I so, so like I think of like this. I think like Raiders, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I saw when I was really young, mm-hmm. so I really loved it. I don't think I would like Raiders of the Lost Ark if I had seen it when I was older. Like it would have felt really weird and dated to me. I know that's like a yes. weird concept, but like I don't think I would have enjoyed it as much. Well, I wish this... I had seen this when I was younger because this would have won me over. Correct. Because this 100%. is like the closest thing to Dungeons and Dragons so, movie I would have gotten as a kid. When I was six years old was the first time I saw this. Somewhere See, I think six that's years why old. you. I think that's why and, it for you. Oh, no. that 100% has the nostalgia. But I saw it at a friend's house and I didn't know what it was called. So mm. jump forward like 10 years and it was on HBO or something like uh, you know how they used to like repeat it over the HBO channels. Yeah. Um, well, my mom's boyfriend at the time was like fairly rich. So he had like five HBO channels. So I remember one weekend I watched it like on HBO one, HBO two, HBO, whatever. Like I watched it like in a row and I'm, and I burnt it into my memory and I still quote this movie all the fucking time. There were some good quotes in this movie. I'll, I'll give it that. There are some there are some memorable yeah. quotes, and there's some quotes that I think you have said to me and that other people have said to me that I now realize were Willow quotes, <laughs> so that makes a lot more sense. I've okay, to put it in perspective, I have watched this movie in the past year. I have watched it at least seven times. Now is that just turning it on or is that actually sitting down and paying attention? Um so um I watched it once with Sam. I watched it once with Kaylin. I watched it once with Charity. Um, I watched it once with Shayla. I watched it once with Taylor. Um, and then I watched it twice by myself. Okay. Now, the two times I watched it by myself. Oh, I take the back. I, eight times because then I watched it for, for the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the two times I watched it myself, I was working on paintings and stuff. So, it I mean, back I was still watching and listening to yes. it. Like, I still knew everything that was going on, but that's just because I know what's going on yeah but i i've loved this movie because it's got i mean okay you've got your you know typical rogue fighter which is my favorite kind of you know uh D class mm-hmm. um which is what val kilmer would be 100%. although he's more fighter than rogue because you know he's kind of dumb uh i mean he multi-class you, yeah exactly you've got your wizard halfling that like knows nothing about magic right then you get your comic relief and the two brownies who are idiots mm-hmm. and you've got a hot redhead and i liked a, i okay i love the movie i love the music but i really liked just a bunch of like the stupid little like pig dogs that they had they were like their warhounds or whatever those were rottweilers with prosthetic yeah. dogs 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought those were boars and I got really hyped for it because I was like, oh, sweet. They're using boars as like bad thing. This is rad. And then when I, no, the more, the more I looked at it, the sadder I got because I realized they weren't boars anymore. And like that really bummed me out. (laughs) But up to that point, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Freaking boars. Hell yeah. Let's go. Also, the halflings in this movie were actually played by little people instead of full size. People pretending Shrunk. well, except yeah. for um, Elijah Woods, because that is actually how tall he is. Fair. Shout out to Elijah Wood, just like taking the weirdest roles right now. Um, yeah, doing the movies he wants. Warwick no, Davis, not as much as Daniel uh, Radcliffe, though. Daniel Radcliffe is definitely doing the roles he wants. Yeah. Um, Warwick Davis said that there was around somewhere between two hundred fifty, uh, two hundred twenty-five to two hundred forty little people for this movie, which is fantastic because they actually used little people to play little people. Correct. Which is only... like a, a thing like coming up right now because they're doing the Willy Wonka like um Yeah, the the, uh, the, the prequel, um, I guess it's supposed to be the, the Wonka prequel with, with uh yeah. Timothy Chalamet and, and they're doing uh, and they're using like, um Hugh, Hugh Grant, Grant as yeah. Which as why? First off, I don't because... I'm not a big fan of Hugh Grant. Like in, in general, I'm just not a big I fan. I don't think of Hugh he Grant. brings anything to that particular No, character. he doesn't. He's like, Oh look, I've got a posh fake British accent. And I, I was in movies. That he won't be a big role in the movie. He probably have like you see him in the trailer where he gets caught, and he may have like another scene somewhere. But at the movie, no, he, he's going to be about Wonka. He's going to be the Oompa Loompa, like that one dude was the Oompa Loompa for the creepy Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with um, Johnny Depp. Yeah, I feel like yeah, nobody, nobody gave because he wasn't a little person, right? No, he wasn't. He was very yeah. short. Right. I feel like I don't remember any discourse during that time. I just want to um, say, I, I'm as as per usual, I'm going to derail this show. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, mm. who played apparently Ramona Flowers, which I yeah. didn't realize. She's in like a lot of things that I really, really like. I just realized. She's in Ahsoka um, right is, now. Is in That's Ahsoka, her. and she looks like I wouldn't ex, mind being so in Ahsoka. So that explains why I was so attracted to her. Anyway, continue. She's also, also here, get this. She's married to Ewan McGregor. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Holy shit, guy. that's a big age gap. And not as much as you think, because she's like in her mid to late 30s. Yeah, no, she's not my 30s. age. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she really? Yeah, she's yeah, she was born in 1984. Yeah, so she's, she's my age. She's 39. No fucking way. Uh, yeah, she's and a fucking their, smoke show. Their kid was in Obi-Wan as well. Um, I don't know if you guys saw Obi-Wan, but the, there's I did. daughter. Yeah. The yeah, well, no, no, was was Leia. Leia. No, no? Um, oh, it was, was their daughter was um, there's a character who comes up to Obi-Wan when he's on the the one they're on the di- other planet. She's a month about, and 16 days younger than me. That's awesome. Go. Asking about um, if he wants, I don't know, something. So a little creepy, but uh, yeah, no, it, yeah, those two are, I'm not gonna say a power couple. Fuck, dude, even yeah. McGregor's 52 years old. Oh, he's only 52. I thought he was in the late 40s. Hmm. It gives that's you a hope. 14 year old difference. It gives, that's a it gives Ron hope that Dude, when he's 52, look, he can be banned. I ground on this motherfucker, all right? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we'll see uh, Mary, Liz, Mary Elizabeth Winstead in some future films Scott Pilgrim, um, yeah. uh, Birds of Prey. Uh, I, I was... know there's. Oh, oh, Sky High. Oh, dude, and I've got four oh, inches on this motherfucker. He's going to get wrecked. <laughs> I was looking up some Warwick Davis standing stuff. Standing on the ground. I was looking at some Warwick Davis stuff, trying to figure out what else is what else he had been in, and somehow I ended up on 
uh, somehow, um, I would end up on her too. But that's a different thing. <laughs> um, no, he's the leprechaun. That's yeah, where I know him from. Well, he's okay. the leprechaun. Well, it's been okay, driving so, me nuts because so I like I know he's been in other stuff. If, we, we're, if we're talking about some of the little people actors, um, you've got Tony Cox, who is who was one of the guards. Language. The guy who plays Daredevil? No, no, Tony Cox, not Charlie Cox. Oh, I'm sorry. You're thinking um, of a different Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, I am. Um, I just got Cox on the brain, guys. I apologize. And let's see. To- he was in a lot of the the spoof movies. Uh, that's where I know him a lot from. Um, who else was there? There was another one. Obviously, Warwick. Uh, Billy Barty. He was the the high old Aldwin. Yeah, he was Aldwin. in He Man. I told you guys yeah. that when we watched He Man. He was in He Man, but I recognized him from a movie called Radioland Murders, where he plays himself, but he is like, there's a whole like song and dance, and he's on the stage. It's kind of a, it's the whole thing. Radioland Murders is a really good movie. I just want to put that out there. I've never heard um, of it. Phil Derko, Derko. I don't know how you say his last name. Uh, who was another uh, Vaughner, okay. who was the main guard. Yeah, uh, I recognize him from Sabrina Teenage Witch, the the show. Yep. He was Roland in there. Uh, and then there was one more. Yeah, maybe there was. Maybe it was just those three. Yeah, but... The guy yeah. who doesn't like Willow and then ends up having to go on the quest with him in the beginning? Yeah. Uh, Umbach or Oop or, Oop or uh, Luke? Burgle Cut. Yeah, that's what it is. He looked really familiar, too. He's the guy um, that gets shit on by a bird, and that's all that matters because he's an absolute yeah, hardwire. Oh. Mac the knife. I don't know. That, yeah, that was more. No, I don't know. Just like his he's, face looks super familiar. He's only had five roles. Uh, a no, he had way rush. more roles than that just on his chin. Anyway, there it is. A kind of yeah. rush. Hardwire. The Paradise <laughs> Club. Uh, Mac the knife and Willow. So he wasn't yeah. in a lot of things. I mean, Warwick Davis actually has been in a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Which is weird because I've literally seen all of these movies that that they say he's in. And that's how and good yet, an actor he is. You didn't even recognize him. And yet him I don't movie. remember him in any of these movies. He was um uh what in um Harry Potter, he was one of the goblins in Green Gits, I believe. Uh Phyllis Flitwick. Flitwick? Or, no, yeah, he, yeah he's yeah. And then he was also um He's in Ray. Randall? Obviously, he was in uh, Ray. Oh, some movie called Ray. <laughs> okay. Um, May 70, the Leprechaun movies, obviously. Ob- yeah, obviously, Star Wars, uh, Return of the Jedi. Um, yep. The Willow. He was also in the. Um, Hold uh, up. The... Hold up. What's that? Leprechaun 4 in Space? Yeah. 1996? Yep. Yeah, that thing got made. I remember hearing about that. I haven't seen it. I've only seen one Leprechaun movie. Is that is that uh, Leprechaun in the Hood? No, <laughs> that was the, the first Leprechaun. One, right? I think I've seen the second Leprechaun. I don't think I ever actually saw the first one. Oh, that's a shame because the first one actually is really good and a well, very young um, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. yeah, he's in Star Tours. She was still a smoke mm-hmm. show back then. He's in Ewoks. Oh wow. Okay. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to derail this entire fucking show as per usual. But um, look. My takeaway is I feel like I would have really, really liked this 
if it was the Princess Bride. Uh, but it wasn't the Princess Bride. But honestly, though, this this wasn't a bad movie. Like it, it still was, you know, solid, that's what it, I I. But there, you know what there happened? are some problems. Ron hyped it up too much for me. I kind of think so too. Yeah, I I got too I got too hyped for this. I was like, oh, I because in my brain I was like, oh, this is going to be like the Princess Bride. I'm going to be pleasantly surprised by how good this movie is. And then I was, it was a little slow. It like it it felt weird. Like it felt like it was taking too long to get to the point because this movie is two hours and four minutes long. Is it really that long? I've never even noticed that. Yeah, I actually. When I first looked at that, I thought it said 86 minutes. I'm like, oh, hour and a half. That's great. And then I hit play and it was like two hours. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What the hell? Which like for an 80s movie, that's really long. Like that that hour and a half is like kind of that sweet spot that they like to stay into. Yeah. And they like and the sad thing is, I think this movie is like a half hour too long. Like there's some stuff that they could have cut out of it that would have made it a lot better. Like what? What could they have cut out of it? Anything to deal with the brownies because I didn't yeah. give a shit about them. That was that was really bad comic relief that made they, no sense. They were important. They would have never gotten out of the cage without the brownies. Mm. They could they have figured have, something they would, else out. They would have never found um uh um fuck now I can't think of her name. Uh yeah, but, okay, fine. I don't I'll give you I'll give you the brownies are important to it. You could the have cut beginning. their lines by half and saved yourself 15 minutes worth of movie. There was a lot of like unnecessary scenes with them for the sake of like trying to get a joke across. That's that so true because, okay, work. they had to have the scene with the cat because then you find out what the dust of Broken Hearts does. Sure. Uh, great. Well, keep that scene. Else? Everything they, else. Get they, rid they, of everything keep, else. Keep when they capture Willow and, and um, Megog, sure. Yeah, well, and then well, of watching course, them bickering you have with to each know other? they were I didn't, following... need, I didn't need 12 minutes of them bickering with each other. Well, this way, you get but you're drunk. That way. Like, mm-mm. when you're drunk, you forget that I am the leader, which is one of my favorite fucking things to say to people when they're drunk. And I say this we go. Gonna, this is ah. going to turn into Ron having to defend this movie the entire I don't have time. To now, defend this now, movie. Joe, now we all know how Joey feels. Yay. No, no, I'm not getting upset about it. I was. I never. And I'm not gonna cry that. when we get offline here. That's besides the point. Um, <laughs> yeah, this, but honestly, though, this wasn't a bad movie. Like there were just no, some parts. It's me, like it's a mediocre what? movie that was fun. Okay, go with that. I will give you that. I did not need uh, Sherlindria's head this fucking big on the screen for no reason. Especially when yeah. she was like normal size and she could have just talked to us in normal size. But also, like, that was a big thing to do in the 80s, apparently, back then. Was, like, what if we just superimpose somebody's head across the whole background of something? Well, and this is the early days of ILM, too. Well, maybe not the early days. It's probably maybe 10 years into it. Um, uh, Industrial Light and Magic. So, a lot of the the special effects were revolutionary for the time. And And I got a lot of you know, Return of the Jedi vibes from some of the special effects and some of the scenes. Now, but, you have to admit, when they switch between animals, when he's trying to turn yeah, back into human, that, that is some fucking good. fire fucking special effects right there. So you know where some bad special effects? Anything with the brownies. Because that was like cut and paste, and it was bad. Yeah, I mean, you could see the black outlines, just like in like Return of the Jedi when they're um, uh, um, 
when the walkers or no are. empire strikes back when they are on hoth or is that return of the jedi fuck i don't know no it's return of the jedi when the chicken sure. walkers are walking in the woods yeah yeah this was a ron howard film yeah, yeah, this is the best Ron Howard film. It's uh, George Lucas produced. This, this I, I, knew, I knew that it was George Lucas produced. Wow, Val Kilmer's not looking good anymore. <laughs> J- Ron, you might actually have a shot here, buddy. Um, I, I don't think oh, they're, they're still they're married, divorced. are they? They got divorced yeah. just before he became Batman. Yeah, I mean, she was still looking pretty hot in the Willow TV show. Oh, so she wasn't in the Willow TV show. Yeah, she was She was actually in her role again. Okay. Um, She returned. Uh, obviously, Warwick Davis returned. Um, um, Frangine, one of the um brownies, returned for it. Yeah, because Kevin Pollock is a big name now, so he's yeah. I mean, that dude's fucking hilarious too. Like, uh, have you ever seen um the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards? Yeah, yeah, they're all right. He's in. I don't like. I don't like. I don't like Matthew Perry personally, but that was me. But dude, he plays a straight man in that movie where everybody else is playing like comedic, which yeah, yeah, that's why it doesn't work for me. Okay. In the whole nine yards, you also get to see Amanda Pete's tits, which are fantastic. So I mean, yes. oh, I um, do know um, Phil Fondacaro. Thank you. That's how you say his he, name. Yeah, he's in uh, Ghoulies. Okay. Um, Ghoulies too. Uh, oh, and he's in Bordello of Blood. That's where I know him from. Oh, what a good movie! Uh, you, are we watching Bordello of Blood? That's Tales from the Crypt, right? Yeah, Tales and Tales from the Crypt of Book. It is. So maybe, yeah, hell yeah, I'll put it on the list. We've like covered some tales of the crypt already. Yeah, we watched the first one, the original. Yeah. Um, that that movie specifically stands out to me because it was one of the only few tales of the crypt that, for some reason, got played on Comedy Central. Really? Yeah, it got played on Comedy Central at like two in the afternoon. I used to watch it all summer. It just got played all the time. Okay. And then I saw the unedited version of it, and it was way better when I was finally able to find well, it. Obviously, yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Usually it is. Um, so some problems I do have with the movie, though, if, if you really, you know, need some actually, I'm very that. curious, yes. Okay. So when they get um, to Tiris Lean, where there's supposed to be this army that's going to be able to defeat Bavmorda's army, and they're, they've got the frozen people, right? There's like 12 frozen people there. Like yeah. that's it, and well, that's all they, they all ran away, and because all of the you, like weapons even, then, even in, in the, the armory, armory, even in the armory, there were enough weapons for like twenty people tops. Yeah, you just saw the one wall. Also, I can't believe that uh, Mad Mardigan put on a suit of armor that you know was full of spiders crawling around inside there. You can see the cobwebs hanging off of it even while he was wearing it, and like. But I do love when he shoots himself out of the catapult and then hits the wall. That's fantastic. That's very fun. I I, I chuckled when the uh, troll got you know changed into the Hydra and, and started coming out of the water, and then when he turns around and sees he runs basically in, like into the the but army. Before the that, army he thinks of their only way for him because he's spinning a sword, you know. Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm a badass." And he's like, "Wait, oh shit!" <laughs> but it was just funny because think... all just he's standing there with the army. And he like I, looks at the one guy, and then they look at him, and he's like, "Oh shit!" I also love how he rolls down the hill inside of the snowball. That so I did enjoy that because that is a realistic snowball, a hundred percent, especially when it hits the wall. Yeah, but what I really hate about that scene is yeah, when Willow the... is on the front of the sled or on the oh. shield, oh, you know, and it's just a little dummy, and he's like, 
I wanted to mark that down as our uh, as our dummy mannequin uh, count, but I forget where our count's at. So, uh, fuck, I don't know either. Yeah, I, I didn't, don't. Feel I like didn't keep a good track of that. Through. Yeah. Okay. I hear you on the snowball thing. Hilarious. Very funny. Chuck gets expecting... kicked out of snowballs. It's true. Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't. It would a joke I was not expecting to see in this movie was rolling a snowball. <laughs> I think the problem with all of those other things that you thought were very funny was I didn't see them when I was a kid for that to be the first time I saw that joke. That's but fair. All of these jokes were like jokes I've already seen because everybody else has parried this movie to the point where these jokes were ruined for me. And that's where the disconnect is where I, where I kind of sat there. I'm just like, Ugh. So, okay, but there's it. also uh, an important scene that I definitely remember from my childhood and from growing up and from being an adult. Um, when he is spouting lines of poetry to Sorsha in the tent and she's not wearing a bra. Fair. Fair. You're fair. Oh, they're more than fair. Uh, anyway. <laughs> fair enough that they married each other. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If I'd have had a shot back in 1988, I'd have been four. But you know, what I mean, is that? No. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, does that that broken heart dust? I mean, it's it's. It only there, works right? for people that you actually have emotions for, which is why um well, Frenchie fell for the cat. So he has emotions for the cat. He has got the bestiality thing. Where do you think he got the rat hat from? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> mm. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I I thought he wanted to fuck the cat. I, I figured yeah. that out about five yeah. seconds. Yeah. But I, I, I assume that's why I assume that's why he was dressed like a mouse was so the cat would be attracted to him. See. <laughs> but my my thing was, you you so you're saying somebody had attraction for because I thought it was the like normal Cupid's arrow thing where first person you see is who you get attracted. Well, then he would have fallen in love with Willow. Exactly. So I think it has to be something you're attracted okay. to. Okay. Although when he got hit, he uh he definitely got like happy and was Yeah, like, oh, that's yeah, the I'll endorphins, you know. Like okay. Alrighty. Um was the uh, was the was the queen Mumra? Okay, dude, I have that in my notes also. Uh okay. Bath Mumra. <laughs> okay. I'm glad I'm the only I, one. I, th- I think that might have just been like an 80s way that villains dressed. It was like, well, what if we made him look like a like sorcerer mummy? Wouldn't that be like even scarier than just like one or the other? Yeah, I, I don't. I think there's something else I watched that had somebody that was all wrapped up like that and then had like the robes over it, but I can't think of what it was. I mean, I know in the mummy, the uh, the the Tom Cruise one, the the mummy was like that. She had there's a Tom Cruise mummy movie. Yeah, it was supposed to be a reboot. Slash building what they called the dark universe, um, which was gonna have like Frankenstein's monster. Okay, and that's Dracula. what I was gonna ask. So, we're talking about like Werewolf. horror film mummy, not Brennan Fraser mummy, correct? Okay, yeah, except for they, they try very hard to not make you think that, yeah, like they really are teasing the idea that it happens in like the Brennan Fraser mummy universe for some reason, yep, like that, like people are like, oh, it probably is, and they never tried to separate the two, which was stupid. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Um, I've never seen it either because it doesn't sound good. I don't know if I... Well, and I wanted to at the time just to see how it was, but never did, and I'm kind of glad I haven't. 
Although I actually heard it wasn't terrible. Well, that's what I'm Although it's probably not as bad as like Catwoman. You know, Cat Catwoman is my worst of the worst, obviously. Um, that's super fair. Yeah. So, um, the the ritual. To, so okay, so this movie starts out with this prophecy that the queen will be killed off by uh, this this baby, I guess. Why is while it? the baby's alive, the queen can die, can die is basically what it is. Okay, she but the baby will cause her downfall. The funny thing is, anytime there's a prophecy that says something like that, and the the person who the prophecy is about tries to stop it. Oh, this is called a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That, that's literally they, that's why they have a phrase for it. It's called a self fulfilling prophecy okay. because you've got to remember that the people that hear these prophecies automatically think that they are just going to be supreme and that the only thing that's stopping them is this. It's just like when people say that, you know, they go back and kill baby Hitler. But if they went back and killed baby Hitler, maybe we would have ended up with something worse than Hitler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, but I never want to go back and change history because history gets us to this point. Now, maybe in the last, like, ten years, but you don't <laughs> go back, like, generations because that is... That's just going to fuck everything up. What if people have been going back repeatedly to constantly change time I've to the point where we are here and this is the result of everybody continually going back and constantly rechanging time? Well, yeah, remember, though, that those timelines are still existing without those people that went back because as soon as they go back, it changes the timeline, in which case we've got different uh, multiverses and uh, timelines that are spewing off of the... Uh... Um, I'm pretty to... sure that after three movies, I remember Doc Brown saying the future is not guaranteed and it can be whatever you want it to be. So, Which oh, okay, watch... that's the worst kind of time travel you could even bring up because even the shit in their own universe there doesn't pan out the way it's, you know. Yeah, it's almost like time travel is like kind of fucking impossible to figure out and they need Except to stop not. doing it. I time travel for like four hours every day. I go to sleep and it's night and I wake well it's morning and I wake up and it's later on in the morning. That's my joke. I've used that before. I know. <laughs> See, I stole that joke from Joey back in the past. Yep. Wow. He told me it back <laughs> in the past. And that's why I used it. So um you know, I was gonna say. Oh, so then we get to the ritual at the end of the movie when she finally gets the kid uh and she's gonna perform this ritual. She's like, let's start it up right now. This is after she turns everybody into pigs. Um, but the ritual takes all night to just get everything ready. So doesn't actually, make any fucking sense. Hate work. the idea that she kept screaming during the entire scene. Get the like, let's get the ritual going. Let's get the ritual going. Let's get the ritual going. What the fuck? She's most, really I mean, excited. Uh, sure, but um, most rituals don't take eight hours. I don't, I don't That's think. actually not true. A lot of rituals take a lot longer than eight hours. Okay. Some of them take eight hours just to prep before you're ready to start the ritual preparation. That's because you true. Get yourself um, in the right mindset and body and spirit and. and oh, um, yeah. But, I had but can we talk about? Can we talk about the fucking old lady brawl and how much I, I want to see this in real life? Like after they're casting magic, when they both go to grab the wand and they're just like beating the shit out of each other. Like I need that in real life. I want an old lady. Uh, what just happened? That was violent. <laughs> Ron got too excited and broke his own system. Yikes. Yeah, it happens. 
So you want an old lady fight is what you're saying. An old lady fight club. Where like you've got just a bunch of old ladies that are eventually going to brawl against each other in real life. You are roboting left and right. I love it. Yeah, like super bad. Yeah. All right, hold on a minute. So this might be a good time that. to uh, to say we might be on our YouTube page now. Um, hey, maybe so, I need to get a background. Hell yeah, possibly. Uh, I haven't figured we have it out a yet. YouTube page? There, I do have a YouTube thing set up. Uh, I just haven't put anything on it. I set it up like years ago, um, and now that I am, I'm thinking about uploading these move these uh, these rundown reviews unedited up to the YouTube page because I can't. And then he'll take clips and he'll make shorts. And then from the shorts, we'll get transferred nope. to TikTok. And then from TikTok, they'll go to Instagram reels. Look, and I will be famous. I thought about putting this on YouTube three years ago and just now doing it. So um, listen, shorts are where it's at because they promote shorts more than they promote. Anything. More I don't know if you notice. That's true. I love shorts. Don't cover my calves. Gotta kick him off right there. Yeah, just take it. Just you know what? Let's just have a conversation, Joey. Now that it's uh. just you and me, get rid of the stupid fucking guy who made me watch this stupid fucking movie. It's not okay. Look, it's again, it's not bad. Um, I I did enjoy it. It wasn't terrible. I don't know. It could have been a lot better. I how, liked how the dude. I liked the dude in the uh in the orc skull mask i thought he was cool who was Kale. also in indiana jones we saw him yeah we saw him somewhere else too did we actually see his face in this yeah, movie sometimes oh yeah, i guess i didn't put the two to... together so he shows his face to bav Morda. he pulls up like the skull and then after the skull gets crushed you kind of get to see his face oh okay anything else about this movie you want to talk about uh i do think the evil witch was kind of hot the evil queen was kind of hot I was kind of into it. Yeah, I liked uh, I liked Torsha better. Yeah, everybody does. I think I think that's why I feel like she's like kind of b-string gymnastics. You know what I mean? Like same le- same level of umberness, but something to prove. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's fair. No, actually, I think we covered everything that I wanted to cover in there. Okay. Like right. my first note on here is that the the music is fire. So like I yeah. fucking love the soundtrack to this. I actually I'll give have... you the, the, the... The score was legit, like actually really good. Yeah, I have I have um on one of my Spotify playlists, I just have like basically the whole Willow Overture and it makes me happy every time it comes on because it's got a little bit of everything in it, so it's fantastic. Nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that being said, I guess we can go Chuck, do you have anything else kill before count. we go to our kill oh, count? No. Uh no, I'll just do my ravel uh, scores. Okay, so kill count. Uh, I counted fifty-one, and majority of Fuck that was yeah. there in the last battle. Um, yeah, I think that's my biggest thing about this movie. I wanted the battles to be more. It felt like they it took so long to work up to the battle, and then there was like other than the the scene with the Hydra, there's like no climactic battle scene. It's a lot of watching the main characters run around while the battle is happening and the focus That's because is the, not on the battles. The main battle is actually in Bavmorda's ritual chamber where Willow and um um 
why can't I think of her fucking name? Uh, uh, the Good Witch. Yeah. Where they were trying to stop Bavmorda from completing the ritual because Mad Mardigan and Sorsha are only backup characters. They, what happens to them, I mean, yes, it's important to the overall story, but the main battle is actually the one that happens inside the ritual chambers. Great. It was a fucking snooze fest. I didn't care about it. <laughs> I, I, I no longer gave a shit about the movie because they're like the magic fight scene was not a good magic fight scene. Even for 88, it would, it, it was two old ladies being bitches to each other. That's the equivalent of it. And I wasn't excited about it. I wanted to be more excited about it. You made me sit through two fucking hours of this movie to get to this epic, epic climactic battle scene, even from 88, like Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was great. You, you made shit work in later Raiders of the Lost Ark. You made shit work in Star Wars. Why? Why? And those in the Why? 70s and early 80s. Yeah. Why? Why now do I get two old ladies just being a bunch of bitches to each other and I got no cool magic fights? You, well, you can make a snow you can make a like snowball the... scene funny and cute. You can make this like weird snot like weird nose troll thing happen. And that was neat. But I get to end like what is with the like cause this is not the first time where I where I feel like I've been saying a movie from the eighties like, hey, we finally get to this climactic battle scene and it's like a snooze fest. It was like that in Conan. It was like that in He-Man. It was like that in oh my god, fucking Red Sonia. The whole movie was a scene. The whole movie was like that in Red Sonia, though. (laughs) I just i i guess i guess I am spoiled, uh, in twenty twenty three lenses, to go back in time and rewatch a lot of this, like these older movies, and expecting something more than what I get. Especially if you hadn't seen the movie before, if you'd seen yeah. it when you were younger, again, it'd be a totally different matter. I feel like yeah. I feel like I would be wrong if I saw this when I was a kid. Yeah, but I didn't, and I and I didn't get the same experience. Actually, that's a great point. Great point, Shaw. Thank you. The uh, bride, the Princess Bride, has a great fight scene. Multiple great fight scenes that were important to the story that played out really, really well, and was a movie from the from its time, and yeah. it still held up. Why couldn't I get that in this movie? I just want Princess Bride with little people, apparently, is what I really wanted from this movie. It's not what I got. (laughs) And so naturally, I was disappointed. I think there's... Didn't, like, the internet remake the Princess Bride scene by scene? I don't know. With a bunch of famous actors? Yeah. Yeah. So, watch that. That might be fun. It was okay. Okay. I, I, I started watching. One. I thought it was great. I really liked it. I, I love the Princess Bride. It's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, it's it's, it's funny in all the ways I want it to be funny. It's action. The sword fighting and choreography is great. The yeah. sets, the sets were a little rough. I, you know what? I'll give them credit. The sets for this movie, fantastic. They were good. Very good. Better than Spider Man. Because it didn't feel like it was a set a lot of the time. It felt like I don't think a lot of the time it was a set. I think it was all right. A lot of it was like shot in location and stuff. And I only say that because for some reason on Freeform at like uh, seven to nine every day they show Spider Man one at the gym, like the one of the channels. One of the channels why has Freeform and it's always Spider Man when I'm there. So I've watched wow. Spider-Man now like 18 times over the course of like different segments of it from depending on when I'm at the gym. 
Dude, I hate that so much. Like when 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 anything shows the same thing multiple times, except for you know, obviously when I was a kid watching this, it's like it used to drive me crazy. Like I don't know what that means. It's 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 the ABC Family. Yeah, it's it's like it's nothing. Like that's that's the problem. It's like it's literally nothing. It's just a channel that shows old movies. I know Freeform during like Halloween and Christmas, they have the they show the Halloween and Christmas movies over and over and over again. They make it. They make it its entire gimmick. Yeah. Um, like I know TNT would show like when I would go to the gym, uh, somebody would have TNT on and I would see charmed or supernatural on constantly, but that was episodes and not the same movie over and over again. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man's kind of become that movie. They do Spider-Man two. they do Spider-Man and Spider-Man two. And then they don't, and then they don't show any, they don't show three for whatever reason. I don't know why. Ah uh, well, when we get to three, you'll know why. Exactly. Uh, so oh, Ron, I know why. The bingo. <laughs> the bingo. So obviously we got some dead parent going on here. So I didn't count her as in the kill count because we didn't see her die. Oh, she dies. Yo, I know she dies, but we didn't see her die. It's only oh, one kill. Um, I didn't count her as a kill. That's what I'm we saying. have. Wilhelm scream. Uh, hero kills. Sexual innuendo. A reformed bad guy, villain monologue, inability to control powers. And that was all I got because I actually wasn't paying enough attention to my um, bingo list <laughs> while I was watching the movie. I, you know. That's fair. Honestly, toward like the, the last half, I was actually more watching yeah. the movie than taking notes. So that's fair. Uh, Chuck, spawn cape continuum. Okay, this is where I'm about to shit on this movie. Good, Holy shit. Not some good. As, uh, none of it, none of it held up. Why no, are you no. beeping at me? The uh, the animal transformations. Like I thought when when all of the the practical effects, practical effect looked good. Yeah, yeah. There's still special effects, technically. Yeah, but that is absolutely nuked from orbit from any time we had to deal with a brownie. That was so bad. That was that looked so out of place yeah. and so. So done. what happened was they actually gave George Lucas himself the scissors to cut them out of the film and put them into the other film. <laughs> yeah. And he had to have oh, big, yeah. thick, he had to have big, thick outlines to do it. <laughs> I can, I can Here's the that. thing. Clash of, uh, Clash of the Titans. Yeah, the original. Yeah, did it better. And that's saying something. Uh, see, because I'm going to definitely strongly disagree with you on that one. When was the last time no. you looked at Clash of the Titans? That was stop motion, wasn't it? Yeah, it was stop motion. Yeah, yeah but green screen. Like the green screen. Yeah, effect. and it was god-awful green screen. It was still it was better also, than this. But it was also 60s stop motion green screen. It's still better than this. Versus 88. Um, Gulliver's Travels it be did it better. We actually had a little bit of that in this movie. Yeah, I didn't... I. That was Wait, cool. when did Gilbert's Travels come out? Very, that was like early, early sixties. I mean, the book's been around for a long time, right? Yeah, there was like a really there was a movie because my mom always referenced the movie like forever ago. Then movie I mean, seventeen and there's a ninety-three the movie. There's a twenty ten movie with Jack Black. Yeah, <laughs> that's not good. Don't watch that. Did you say it's uh, not good? 
the book, the story came out in 1726. Okay. There was a 96 film. I really thought that there was a... And a 1939 film. 39 yeah, was a 1939 cartoon. film. That was a cartoon. Hey, Gulliver's Travels, the 2010 with uh, Jack Black from Disney+. Plus. Hmm. Yeah, it was a Disney. You know that? I didn't know it was a Disney movie. Uh, 77. There was one 77. There you go. That's the one I want. Yep. Because I think that's the one I'm thinking of. I've, I don't yeah. think I've ever seen that yeah. one. I saw the one that had the dude from uh, Three Men and a Lady and Three Men and a Baby. Oh, Richard um, Harris was Gulliver. Um, Ted, Ted Danson. Danson. Yeah. Which that, that came was out one in... I... And I thought that's that's not... Yeah. it's not very good, so... Anyway, the green screen effects were terrible. The special effects from the magic was that. fine. Like, it looked, you know what? It looked like a typical 80s budget. Like, it looked like, it was the same effect that we saw in, like, He-Man. So it didn't really do anything for me. You know what I mean? Like, That's right. it was fine. Yeah. Everything else, like, practical effects looked ph- phenomenal. Even the, um, like the the troll game turned into like the sack, and then the sacking kicked in, and then we got like the yeah, the giant really. like Hydra troll. I, I thought that looked great. The costumes looked great. I thought the armor was cool. That uh, Mad, Mad um, Maverick, whatever his name is, Mad Marty. gets yeah mm-hmm. gets uh, um, he's, he's ice armored, right? I don't know which one he was in the Top Gun. I never watched he's Top Goose. Gun. Well, I did, but. Is he goose? No, no, goose, yeah. no. He's not goose. He's Iceman. He's Iceman. He's Iceman. Yeah. I don't know. I I saw that movie like once, and I wasn't even supposed to watch it because I was at a babysitter's house when she was watching it. But I was supposed to watch. I saw it once when I was younger, and it did nothing for me. I've never seen the new, the new one. I yeah. I, I keep forgetting they have a new one because people have talked about it. I'm like, that movie came out in the '80s, guys. They're like, no, like the Maverick movie, and I'm like, uh, yeah, Maverick. he was the guy in Top Gun. Like, no, 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 it came out like uh, what last year, two years ago. I, I don't know, but I'm, yeah, I heard I'm it was just, really good. But I'm just like, hey. I'm not gonna see it, just like I haven't seen any of the avatars, I don't need to, or any of the uh Mission Impossibles. I did like the Mission Impossibles, um, I've only seen like half of them though. See, I watched the first one and it just didn't interest me at all. Okay, that's fair, but anyways, I get it. First uh, one I enjoyed, second one, I was like, what the hell's going on? I never saw the third one, apparently, that's when they got good. Yeah, yeah that Ghost Protocol was really good. Hey, why don't you uh, go watch where, One Piece? Uh, it starts getting really good after the episode 300. So <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of, the One Piece uh, uh, live action is on Netflix now. Go go watch it. In the time people are listening. Yeah. Oh, Comes okay. out this week. Gotcha. Anyway, so Chuck, uh, you score? 7 out of 10 capes. 7 out of 10 capes? Okay. Sound like you gave so, it a 7 out of 10 for a score. Oh. <laughs> No, that was for... <laughs> no. that was seven out of ten caves. Because I, right. I mean, that's really good, actually. That's like one of the best scores we've had. Yeah, it's. A, I mean, it's all based on percentage. Joey, where does that rank in our scores? Have you been keeping track of the spawn uh, cave continuums? No, what was I supposed to? <laughs> to be to be fair, the scale <laughs> does change literally every show, every single so. time. But exactly, but you should be writing it down every single time, then putting it on a table, and then figuring out where they fall next to each. Tell you I'm what, just fucking with you. Next time, I still won't do that. Chuck, what is your <laughs> score out of 10? Okay, so, like, look, this is not a good movie. It's a, f- it was, I want to say it was a fun movie. 
I wish I had enjoyed it more than I did. I wanted to enjoy it more than I did. And I ended up not enjoying it more than I did. But if we're basing it off my normal scale of, is this the movie thing that it's supposed to be? Is this a Willow movie? Yeah, it's a Willow movie because I don't know any other reference outside of Willow. Apparently, is it based off a book? No, actually, this is a... They made a comic off of it. They did. They also made three novels, and George Lucas did they really? They (laughs) don't get too excited. Uh, Apparently, fans hated the novels because oh my god, the fans hated something George Lucas actually made it within the extended universe. Lucas had no hand in the novels. He actually he actually doesn't like uh, disbars the novels in his his opinion. But then we got the wonderful. TV show. Oh my god, the show was absolutely garbage from Disney Plus already. So I wish it could be erased it's, from my memory. I was so it's excited somewhere for the show. I don't know where it went. It's I because it is. I think because it was. I think it was a Disney Plus original. I think it's on Voodoo. Voodoo. Think it's on Voodoo. Voodoo. You can. You can but it was well, so bad. Yeah. yeah, but it was so bad, and it had nothing to do other than character names with the original movie. The like, I, it was a it was a cash grab. Is all it was. And it yeah, me I mean, off. they were seeing my shock face looks just like my yeah. normal face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're just. I thought that was your horny it, face. It's well, all the same, same thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, they, they were. It, it came out at a time where they were just going to green light any IP that they could get their hands on because everything was being successful at that moment. I also so, also think like Disney Plus had just started or was in the beginning stages, and then like COVID hit. And it was one of those things like, well, hey, we're going to need stuff here soon. So it came out right when like War of the Ring came out, right? The uh, uh, Rings of Power? Yeah, whatever it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was shortly after Rings of Power. Right. So I think they were trying to like get a snack like, off of that too. Because that's what this felt like. This but felt the like, Rings of Power this was felt decent. like George Lucas's like Lord of the Rings. A band of I mean, kind of people and a ranger. Have we to saw go save running. something from an evil yeah. creature, you know, an evil sorcerer, and they end up throwing a. Baby but they in a didn't river. throw the baby in the volcano, so. No, they just threw oh, it in no. the river there for a, a while. There was a moment there where I was pretty sure that Mad Morgan was going to eat the baby when he was in the cage. I mean, that's actually fair. I will say the 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 chamber thing that the baby goes into looked like a creature from like Elden Ring. Like the like the like the thing that they put the baby in, and it had like arms. Oh, like the, the like, like the the like like the baby straight jacket they had in it or whatever. Yeah, like it reminded yeah, me no. of like something from Elden Ring. I I'll agree with you on that, but then again, so did the fucking pot that came to attack uh, Willow, the uh, sconce or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so like I appreciated that. Anyway, um, is this a is this a Willow movie? Yeah, it's a Willow movie. Did I enjoy it? Not really. Um, did I want to enjoy it? Yes, I did. And the things that I liked, I liked, and the things I didn't like really hurt the score. I'm going to give it a 5.2 because I like Ron. It's a mediocre, okay movie. All right, Joey, what's your score? Nope, Ron, what's your score? I guess if you can get through it without Do what? (laughs) I guess it's your, it's your birthday. I'll give it, I'll give it for you. All right. So I, I did enjoy this movie. Um, I I know I'm right there with with Chuck in 
you hype this up just a little bit too much over the yeah, years. That's that I've known you guys hadn't watched this kids. <laughs> yeah. And that's a big thing. Had I watched it as kids, I probably would have liked it a lot better, but I didn't. That being said though, it still was enjoyable. I, I was able to follow along what they were trying to do, even though there were definitely seemed like they were skipping time a lot. Like when they captured Willow and Mad Morrigan and they walked across the, the world, um, seemed like they had gone through different count con- counties in their countries in like five minutes, which I know is, is normal travel, but the entire time, one of my biggest things was, uh, Rivali, Rizel, whatever the hell her name is, um, was like, all right, Willow, do the chant. I taught you. When did you team teach him the chant? All right, cool. Well, if you're going everywhere for as long as you were, he could have literally done the chant at any time. And you would not have been a bird. or Except for the fact that he sucked at magic. Sure. Yes, that's the point. But he had... And I don't think he had the wand on him. Because he had to wait until he got the wand back, didn't he? But he still could have practiced the chant. And he didn't do that. But True. that's also the point. The, the wand is just an extension. The magic is in you. You didn't get that lesson in this movie. So... Oh, he did eventually. He did sort a really kinda. bad job of telling that. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you don't understand that until the end, and even then, like it's not like it didn't come across that way. Well, uh, I mean, even at the beginning, the High Aldwin tells him, you know, why did you hesitate? And he's like, well, I was going to pick my own finger, and he's like, yeah, that would have been the right answer because you have the magic. But Willow's a thick little guy. He's bad at everything, guys. He was a bad farmer. He was, you know, a mediocre dad letting his kids play down by the river. I mean, Which like the, the dude was trying his I mean, hardest. He just didn't have the skill. He was sure, sure. Uh, I will <laughs> give credit to those two kids because they were acting their hearts out at the very beginning. They were terrible at it, but they were acting their hearts out. It was fine. Hey, and he was even short for an Elwin. So I mean, come on. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Um, Everything was stacked against this guy. Uh, <laughs> so I gave this a seven. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. Wow, that was being way too generous. This I, movie is not, unless you're Ron, is not worth this. Or my no, because uh, I'm pretty teacher, sure Ron could be a lot higher than me, but uh, maybe not a lot higher. But he'll definitely be higher than me. He's uh, gonna put it. Wait, can I? I want to guess Ron's score. I'm thinking like eight five or a nine. That's what I'm thinking. He'll. Get I'm it. gonna say nine point two. Okay, so Ron, let's hear your your thoughts. I absolutely love this movie, and I even to me all. With the problems it has, this movie fills me with joy every time I watch it. I love it. I have the soundtrack I played on my phone because it makes me happy. It's a fun like movie. this is just really is. this is just one of those things that like one of the reasons I was so pissed off at the show they made for Disney was because it had nothing for this, and it just it made me feel like a hollow shell while I watched it. Having said that, I gave it a ten. Oh, you! Come on, I didn't even give Toxic Avenger a ten. You gave it a nine point nine 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 something. I did not. I gave it like a nine four. I have to go back and find it because I actually don't remember. Um, Toxic Avenger. Thank you, Dave. Give it like a nine four. You gave it high. I know that much. A nine four is high for Um, me. Nine seven. You give it a nine seven. Okay, but that's not a ten. 
That's not a 10. True. You also didn't like it as much as I like this movie. Not true. <laughs> I was just because I knew, and you know why I got a 9 also, 7? Because I knew Jordan was going to nuke it from orbit. That's what he I did for the yeah. one. Oh, great times. That's fair. So, well, wait, wait. Um, also, this was the uh, last movie in my notebook. And now I'm going to have to get a new notebook. Yeah, so that kind of was awesome. I still got like Seems about shit ton right. for my notebook, but whatever. I don't even take notes. Is that yeah, this wasn't a fresh notebook. When... Oh, yeah, this was you, a fresh one. You don't take notes? Yes, yeah, so this Does one I'd use for anybody how I struggled through this movie, through these um, movies, through the show. That's, look, it's fine. I'm 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 the color guy. You know you what still, I mean? Like you, you are, guys, you guys are the play by play, and I and I just give funny anecdotes. Well, we've also we've also been doing this for um seventy. Yeah, I also movies. don't care that much. If yeah, I didn't take notes on my that. own show, why the hell am I going to take notes on yours? I mean, come on. You literally told us that you had an entire thing listed out of what you were allowed to say. That's true. What? Your openings? Oh, well, that was a script. That's different. I had to have that. All I had. The script is notes. And do you know, like, the the script was just copy and paste, and then I had the brackets. That was it. That was the only thing I ever had. Do you think I did any research on any of the stuff we talked about? No. And that was widely known by a lot of people. Trust oh, me, wait, I got as low as one dollar get access to our hot discord where you can go back in time and see where I got shit on for getting factual information wrong that I received from Joey and just regurgitated it. No, hold on. No, hold yes. on. No, yes. no, exactly what happened. Anyway, go check out. Uh, I don't remember. Oh, man, what was. episode was that? I the most remember. shocking, shocking moment in comics. The most heartbreaking moment in comics. Yeah. Most heartbreaking moment in comics. Damn you, Joe. Anyway. That's that that's that's that, that, that when I started you being dead me. to me. Yeah. That's yep. fair. So we've got a combined score for this movie at seven point four. Oh ridiculous. It is Which, not a seven point four good. It, this it, is why well, I regret not. giving you a five point two. Which puts this movie <laughs> at Number 13 overall at the moment. It is just 13 on the 13th. There we fantastic. go. Fantastic. I look, now have, to, I have now. to start ranking everything like marginally higher now just to bump it down because it doesn't deserve to be a 13. Well, I mean, I think we're going to have some good ones coming up, but we'll get there. Uh, but no, it puts it just behind Robocop at seven. Well, just behind Flash Gordon, Creep Show, and Robocop. Um, at you guys watch Robocop without me? Oh, me, I love that movie. Were you not here? For I that? am pretty sure that we asked you uh, if you wanted to be on Robocop and you said you didn't have the time. That might have been you true. never asked me to be on Robocop. That was a long know. time ago. <laughs> it was a long, long time ago. No, that could have been that long ago. That would have been last year. Uh, I didn't see, start Robo- doing this until halfway last year. Halfway, no, Robo-Cop I didn't start doing was... it until the beginning of this semester. Or the beginning of you watched spring semester. Batman eighty nine with us, right? You watched Batman eighty nine. Batman eighty nine was when I came. Yeah, because you guys, I only came on originally to do the Batman. Robocop was, was three it. before that. But I remember specifically no. Joey saying something to you about Robocop, or saying something no. to me about saying something to you about Robocop. No, indefinitely. Anyways, I remember. I remember saying I love Robocop, and I was disappointed in you too. Probably. <laughs> I think that's what it was. 
Well, we still have RoboCop two and three, so it's just yeah, we got those two as, as well. Uh, it's just above Doctor Strange, Batman, Master of Phantasm, and Hellboy: Sword of Storms at seven point two five. So it's nice. Doctor Strange from nineteen seventy eight. Yeah, that one was a that one was a fun movie. That's one of our. That was pretty good. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so you don't go, you don't go in release date order then, do we anymore? We no, do. We but it's, okay, but so we do release dates records. for Marvel. We do release dates for DC. No, I know, we... but I feel like I feel like a lot of the animated ones are like way. Oh, we're in the two thousands now for animated because there wasn't a lot in the nineties. A lot of animated movies for the nineties. Uh, and if there were, oh, we yeah, I guess, okay, I guess you're right. When did Chuck become a floating head? Um, when it got yeah, we about like an about like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. The sun the sun has now set. It's it's uh eight oh three here in New York. That's eight oh three. It's eight oh three here in Indiana. Yeah, but you guys are in it's a called, basement and well in it's a low light. Yeah. Listen, I'm not turning the light on. Okay, this is my new background. <laughs> no, I like you as a floating head. It's kind of hot. Very fun. Exactly. I actually um, have my uh really dope Batman Beyond t-shirt on. Um, nice. So it's that like a vampire. He's like a vampire. It's dope. Yeah. Anyway, I have a um, I have a white shirt on that has a red stain because I spilled slushy on it. I got sounds... I got Yzma as a cat. <laughs> cat. All right, Joey. Where can they find you? Uh, you guys can find <laughs> this show on uh, Twitter at Comic Rundown, Instagram Comic Book Rundown, uh, Threads Comic Book Rundown, email us Comic Rundown gmail.com. Our song was done by. Cam, formerly of One Half of the Sex Turtles, formerly of Wreck My Podcast. Uh, we have merch over in Redbubble and Public, And rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice, and we'll read it on an upcoming episode. Rumble? Uh, you can find me uh, good at this game on um, Instagram and on uh, TikTok. And by this time, you should also be able to find me as long as the name is open. At good art, this game on Instagram because I'm going to make another one, uh, just for my art stuff. Yeah, that's the trick, man. You just got to get those IPs. You know Where can they I mean? find you? Grab every handle you can. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Kicked Out of the Hood, knowing and kicked. You can find my... love handles, big boy. <laughs> that was robotic, and I'm not really <laughs> sure what it was. <laughs> Uh, you can find my uh, kitchen blog, or not kitchen blog, I guess kitchen account, uh, kicked out of the kitchen, no eating kicked on Instagram. Uh, no, not Instagram, on TikTok specifically. Um, and go over and uh, follow that. I already can tell I'm going to have plenty of content um, for uh, this coming semester talking about my labs because my kids... My students are already driving me nuts, so I'm sure I'll get plenty of content for that. Um, also, go follow my new job, Vesucre, V-E-S-U-C-R-E. Uh, we are a plant-based ice cream company, um, delicious frozen treats. We, If you are in the uh, New York area, anywhere between Albany and the city, um, you should be able to find it. Find a location. Check us out. Um, I'm the new operations manager there. It's currently as the time of release i will probably have been working there for like a month uh and it's the best job i ever had already i can already tell so um it's super rad yeah. it's super great and i super love it 
Um, so go support them so they can support me and I can get a paycheck. That'd be rad. Thank you. Getting paid is always great. It's nice. All right, everybody. Our next movie that we will be covering to finish out October will be Hellboy Blood and Iron or Hellboy Animated Blood and Iron. Uh, this is one of those that, similar to, what was it? What was the last one? Sword and Sword of Storms. Uh, it was animated, put on yeah. Cartoon Network first, and then uh, made on DVD. So uh, I think this one we'll have to rent, if I'm being honest. But uh, well, it worth it because I I remember enjoying both of these back when they came out, and I think I mean hell, Hellboy, uh, Sword of Storms is still in our top twenty. So obviously we enjoyed it there. Too. Okay, this looks rad as shit. It's the cast from Hellboy. It's Ron Perlman. It, that's what, Selma, yeah, it's the Blair, Ron Perlman, Selma Blair, um, Doug Jones. So yeah. everybody's looks like everybody's back. Yep. Um, it looks like when was this released? Oh uh, seven. So it definitely, yeah, it definitely has that like more sleek animated 07. Like, I, early... I want to say it's similar to like the uh, Gendi Tardeski, the Samurai Jack, the. No, old... it it looks like um, X Men Evolution. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. it definitely has X Men Evolution vibes. I give it. I, yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah. Very nice. Well, that's going to be our next movie. So. I think do I, I need have to watch. Do I that... need to watch the other one to watch this one, or is this standalone? I think it's standalone, but I mean, honestly, it wouldn't hurt to watch the other one either. The other one's good. The plot in 1939, yeah. shown in a series of reverse flashbacks, a series of flashbacks played in reverse chronological order. So it's Memento meets Hellboy. Sure, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't remember this one as much as I remembered Sword of Storms. So I'm looking right. forward to it. I've seen it. You have, I just don't remember it. So. You have my attention. Good, sir. All right, and now you is, have his uh, It is on Apple TV for a dollar. It is on Prime for two dollars. So already somewhat Perfect. affordable. Great. Perfect. All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Uh, don't go watch Gran Turismo because I'm tired of them promoting it, and I hope it fails. Uh, just because they keep they just every time I open TikTok, that's the trailer. Has not Gran Turismo just... been out for like ten years or something? Twenty years? Different one. Yeah, this, this is the real oh, racing. The guy that it. that races that's Gran Torino. Gran oh, Torino. That's my bad. Oh, yeah, I actually thought it was the same name. That's no, Gran too. Turismo is a race. And oh, it's about it's about the dessert, car. right? It's like a cake or something, like Gran Tiramisu. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, check out all the other great shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Like what, Danny? I'll tell you. On Mondays, we've got the Lost Omens podcast, our Pathfinder 2E actual play, hosted by me, playing through the Extinction Curse AP. Also, streaming on twitch.tv slash professional casual network at 7 p.m. Eastern time, you can check out, oh yeah, the Power Phase, our Marvel Crisis Protocol live battle report show. On Tuesdays, the podcast version of, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog is available. On Wednesdays, alternating releases on the Patreon, we have Settling the Southlands, our homebrew Wolf Warp actual play, and The Slithering, a Pathfinder 2nd edition actual play. 
and on Thursdays, live at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash professional casual network. We've got, wait, did I roll a wild? Our Marvel Crisis Protocol Povlog. You can also check out back episodes of Elite Eight Showdown and the first 39 episodes of the Lost Omens podcast, the first 24 episodes of Settling the Southlands, and the first handful of episodes of The Slithering on the YouTube at youtube.com slash the professional casual.